0: what is the HHS Office of Inspector General doing to combat the ongoing opioid epidemic?
1: It isn't just Medicare and Medicaid beneficiaries at risk. As often these drugs are schemed and stolen from our programs and then sold on the streets. And this contributes to a lot of the overdoses that you see in the news.
0: I'm Tyler Daniels and welcome to the HHS OIG's podcast. The United States is in the midst of an opioid epidemic. In 2015, more than 33,000 people died from opioid overdoses in the U.S., and nearly half of those deaths involved a prescription opioid. The Department of Health and Human Services' Office of Inspector General, or OIG, is a premier healthcare law enforcement agency that's been working to combat the opioid epidemic. I'm Tyler Daniels, and today I'm speaking with Dr. Michael Cohen from OIG's Office of Investigations in Miami, and we're chatting about some of the OIG's recent work. Dr. Cohen, thanks for joining us today. So what is the OIG's role in the opioid drug epidemic? Thank you, Tyler.
1: Well, the OIG has a dual role. We have to protect the financial health of our program, but we also have a patient harm mission to ensure our beneficiaries are kept safe. The program actually spends an enormous amount of money on pharmaceuticals. According to a recent Office of Evaluation's data brief report, the all-cost spending in Medicare Part D pharmaceuticals is over $137 billion, plus almost $50 billion in Medicaid drug spending. Also of great concern is spending on commonly abused opioids. Just that amount exceeded $4 billion in 2015. And it isn't just Medicare and Medicaid beneficiaries at risk as often these drugs are schemed and stolen from our programs and then sold on the streets. And this contributes to a lot of the overdoses that you see in the news. And many of our drugs can be very dangerous in the wrong hands or taken in the wrong dose. For example, pharmaceutical fentanyl, it can be actually 100 times more potent than morphine. We have to keep tight controls on drugs like this. And our mission has some joint overlap, but also some differences from the DEA. The DEA covers all controlled substances, including street drugs like heroin and cocaine. Both OIG and the DEA have a combined oversight over medical-controlled drugs like oxycodone and morphine. But OIG also has separate oversight over non-controlled prescription drugs, and these are often combined with opioids in recent drug recipes of abuse. And what
0: steps is the OIG taking to fight the epidemic?
1: Both drug abuse and diversion has become prevalent in our programs, and OIG has actually made it a priority by making it one of our key performance indicators where we evaluate specific metrics that help enable our staff to coordinate our work in the opioid effort. OIG is also fighting the epidemic by expanding our educational programs, our opioid-focused reports, our outreach with private plans, as well as the senior Medicare patrol. We're also reviewing data on dangerous opioid
0: prescribing levels to our beneficiaries. Dr. Cohen, can you give a few examples of an opioid-related case that the HHS-OIG would investigate? Well, in one case example,
1: David Kwiatkowski was a traveling hospital worker who happened to also be drug addicted. He would travel from state to state, obtaining new licenses along the way, often after getting in trouble in a prior state. While in a New Hampshire hospital, he would steal syringes of fentanyl. This fentanyl was for patients waiting for surgery. He would then inject the drugs into himself and he would replace the drug in the syringe with saline. But while he was refilling those syringes, he tainted them with hepatitis C that he was carrying. He subsequently infected 30 patients with hepatitis. Kwiatkowski was caught, investigated, and sentenced to 39 years. Our investigations may also include illegal activity involving the medical provider writing the scripts, the pharmacy filling the scripts, wholesalers, or even a drug manufacturer that's illegally promoting or allowing access to opioid medications or other controlled substances. Schemes we might investigate could involve opioids and medically unnecessary prescribing, fake prescriptions, uh, those involving medical identity theft, the payment of kickbacks, or even diversion in street sales. We've even seen examples of stealing from vulnerable patients in nursing homes. And what should lawful
0: prescription drug users look out for to help stop this fraud?
1: Patients should check their explanation of benefits paperwork for any errors or unexplained drugs that appear and also make absolutely certain not to disclose any personal medical identification such as your insurance information or social security number to any online sites or to any suspicious phone callers don't let anyone try to pay you or borrow your medical insurance do not purchase drugs from the online sites on the internet and lastly when receiving an opioid prescription make sure that you really need it and if you do get only the minimum amount necessary don't keep any leftovers in the medicine cabinet rather safely dispose of any
0: unused portions of prescription drugs immediately. What should you do if you suspect fraud or diversion activity?
1: So if you notice something not billed correctly to you, contact your provider or your pharmacy to see if there was a correctable error. If you're a victim of a theft, contact your local law enforcement immediately. But if you suspect Medicare provider fraud or drug diversion, contact our OIG hotline through the online reporting system or call
0: 1-800-HHS-TIPS. Well, Dr. Michael Cohen from HHS OIG's Office of Investigations, thank you for your time. Thank you, Tyler. You can learn more about the OIG's work on our website, oig.hhs.gov. That's all we have time for today. I'm Tyler Daniels, and thanks for listening.